Hi, Daniel here. What you're about to listen to is a bit of a different format. It isn't the usual episodes that we normally do when I dig a paper. It's more of just an interesting conversation between me and a fellow student. Sometimes when I'm recording and we're done, we may spark interesting conversation that makes me think, hey, I'm not recording this. I probably should. This would be interesting. So please sit back and listen to these gems. Thanks. The Dig It Podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm. Cool. Okay, so this is quite an impromptu recording. Um, I just got done recording another bit with Natalia, but we had started having a very interesting conversation about um, what it's like being a student during the dreaded topic, Corona times. I know we, we've talked about this probably a million times with our family members, other friends. It's kind of an overdone topic now to talk about the pandemic that we're going through. But I think this is a perspective that is unique to talking about vaccines or when this is going to end and when things are going to go back to normal. Um, But we're talking about what it's like to be a first-year student during these trying times. And I thought it'd be interesting to talk to first-year students from the online culture bachelor. But now I'm also thinking about talking to first-year master students because for them, they've experienced what it's like to be a first-year during a normal circumstance. And now it's interesting to see what it's like for them to have it in this current circumstance and what the differences and similarities are. And I'm still here with Natalia. Uh, so Natalia, tell me, what is the first biggest difference you've experienced as a first-year master student? Um, hey again, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's great to uh, be here talking with you. So, um, two hours later. <laughs> so uh, first of all, I think it's uh, good to mention that. Uh, I'm indeed a first-year master uh, student because in uh-huh. my master we have two years, two-year two program, <clears throat> and uh, I don't know how about you, but I feel a lot of difference. And for me personally, when it this whole thing started, I still don't know who my classmates are. Yeah, I mean. I'm mostly in touch with the people who I knew prior to my master's degree. Right. And with professors, in a way, Mm. because uh, luckily I was a Tilburg University student, so I know some people uh, and I really enjoy talking to them. So this kind of saves me a little bit. But I can imagine that for the first year students who are new to the university, it's like searching for something in the dark and you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 one thing I find very interesting is is saying that you don't know who your classmates are, and that's that's just kind of the unfortunate truth at the moment that many of us don't know who our classmates are. I've right now I've been going through my um some of my classes that I've chosen that are outside of our 
original cur- uh, curriculum in online culture in the third year. And um, I have to admit that I have not met a new person this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have not met a new uh, person from any of my classes this year because the way the pandemic has us behaving is that once you go into a Zoom class with other people from your course is that you stay within your course and within your friend group, essentially. So you never really go out. And I think, you know, it's comforting to, to stay with the people you know, but I think it's also rewarding to step outside of your comfort zone and to meet people but the thing is you can't do that in this setting because like we discussed earlier in 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 a class setting you have the ability to talk to someone that you've never met before in a controlled environment uh whether it be meeting someone at the coffee uh area or just sitting in class during a break and it creates a kind of situation where you're at ease to lower down your your barrier and just talk to someone. And I think right now we haven't experienced that feeling in a long time. Yeah, for sure. But I'm also thinking what kind of new type of culture mm-hmm. does this pandemic <clears throat> uh, bring us to? Because as the first years that started their um, studies offline, mm-hmm. they are going to, to mm-hmm. talk about, oh, remember that event during the top week? Oh, remember first right. week we didn't know where is the D building, where is the W building, where to go, what right. to do. Now they will probably discuss, oh, remember that class on Zoom and that professor and remember we were texting each other in private and then somebody sent a message to the whole chat and or forgot to mute the mic or something else. This gives a whole new perspective. Yeah, it's a completely new perspective of just different things that will have to be like, oh, that was your experience in first year, muting a mic? That doesn't sound as fun. But like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) like it's 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 unfortunate for them i think you know that like it had to go we had to transport it to the online plane of existence where like it feels like anything it feels like the relationships you make are very temporary and only last as long as your class does and i think that's that's a real shame here when it comes to um when it comes to uh, the way things are right now. And I, I really feel for first-year students. First-year students, if you're out there, Daniel feels for you. <laughs> you know who I also it's, feel it's, for? You know, you know, it's missing out on a... Who? Who? Professors, actually. Oh, oh, a thousand percent. I completely understand. Heck yeah. Right? It's, right? you know, I... There's... Yeah. So the way I've the way I've thought about it is that so there are some classes that really really just require you to be physically there, right? And there are some lecturers that I think really shine when they are there in the present. And 
it's a shame when Corona just says no. Whatever you planned for your class to do, whatever activity you planned, you can't do that. Now you have to be behind your screen and essentially just give a sermon of your class. It's a, sp a long speech with slides, you know. That's it. And you even have the option to pre-record this and just send it and not have to be there with your students. And I think just as much as us students like to interact with each other, I think our lecturers also like to interact with us. For sure, for sure. And this is a whole different energy, right? When you're in a group, yeah. when you see people in front of you and you see their reactions and this dynamic, it's still kind of more vivid than when you just see people on Zoom. Half of them don't even have their cameras on. And, exactly. you, and you have to prepare and you have to prepare quite a lot to give this online classes. Yeah. And then you don't even see enthusiasm sometimes. And no, it must be really discouraging. I think it's pretty crushing. I yeah, think. yeah, exactly. Because you can't you can't see enthusiasm in the same way like you would in class with if you when you bring up a new topic and, you know, people are ready to raise their hands. You know, I, I've experienced this already. I am someone that likes to, I like to voice my opinion in class. Now, am I, as eager, <laughs> am, I, am I as eager to voice my opinion on Zoom? Probably not. And it's not because I'm shy or anything. It's because Zoom kind of has, it creates this flow that you feel guilty if you have to stop the flow to, um, to raise your hand digitally and ask a question with your mic. It feels like you're stopping the lecture short so that you can say something. Whether, in, in, in comparison to real life, that isn't the case. That's just part of the flow. You put your hand up, the teacher says, acknowledges your hand, and, you know, a, a pause comes in a natural way that you ask your question and your question's answered. But on... on on Zoom, it feels weird. It feels yeah. like a quick stop. And yes, yes, <laughs> I don't finally, know, it's weird. Somebody, somebody uh, <laughs> speaks about it because this is my problem all the time. I really want to add something. I really want to have this small discussion. But I don't know if, if I interrupt the, the, the uh -huh. flow or what, what am I doing, you know? And um, as a tutor, because I was also a tutor this year, it also kind of felt uh -huh. like sometimes you also cannot really like you want people to say something you ask them right but i think everybody just experiences this awkwardness and you're like oh, okay class so do you have any questions mm -hmm. and then maybe people want to tell them but it's like yeah you see everybody <laughs> on zoom you see their reactions and uh, yeah it's it's really awkward to be honest yeah yeah I, it is very awkward and I think Zoom and it's not Zoom's fault it's just the no. fact that the fact that um, this is because it sounds like we're attacking Zoom here no no no, Zoom. no, 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 no. I had my okay. graduation on Zoom <laughs> this year okay like this is the whole different topic <laughs> yeah like I think it's just because of the area in which has become our new classroom for a lot of students that you know international students especially that are living in small apartments that are just this has become your life now this room 
and I can understand that for many of them, it dampens their enthusiasm because they just feel like, all right, I'm going to be here for the next um, two hours and 30 minutes or something, uh, and we're just going to go with the motions here. You can start your class. I'll be here paying attention as much as I can in this pandemic, and once you're done, I'm going to click leave meeting, and this is going to be over. So you take class in a more, like, because I have to perspective rather than, you know, actually going to physically going to class. And for many people, like me especially, going to class was part of the ritual of getting your shit together. <laughs> for lack of better words. Because that included the act of waking up on time preparing whatever you had to do you know taking care of yourself having breakfast showering yeah, yeah. it's like a ritual <laughs> you know, right yeah it is a ritual yeah. and not just being in sweatpants all day you know and <laughs> and getting out there and you know you you have to experience fresh air because you have to bike to university mm-hmm. which is also a little bit of exercise you know and it all adds up and you get there and you feel the vibe of being in university and it hits you and you feel like, yes, I'm here to study. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's difficult for some people to have that same vigor when they wake up in the same existence that they've been waking up to for the past nine months and feel like, yes, I'm going to go get it. It feels more like a task, like an arduous task to do instead of the fun experience that learning was or is or should be at least Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it's a very depressing thought actually (laughs) (laughs) i must admit a lot of times when i'm in a breakout room with somebody with some other students Mm -hmm. i feel like we 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 are really enjoying it you know just yeah. just having this chit chat we we go through the um, topics of our of our class and then we're like yeah so how are you where are you what are you doing um you know it's uh, like everybody's really uh, missing this communication yeah. yeah everyone you can tell everyone's missing it mm-hmm. and you know Sometimes, I mean, I've had bad breakout rooms very long. I'm the only person that wants to say anything. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever had a breakout breakout room with just, like, um, a bunch of people that aren't even at their computers anymore? It's just, like, they're not there. Oh, my God. They're probably doing something else. Yeah. It's it's, it's just you and a bunch of black screens (laughs) being like, hey, guys, do you want to talk about the topic? And just, like, (laughs) silence. Oh, no, poor thing. (laughs) (laughs) See... Here's the thing, you can't do that in real life. <laughs> you can't you can't just be like an absent. You can't be sleeping in class, you know. Oh yeah. no. Oh no. Yeah, so essentially that. Like it's so I so so when I think about it, I I, I feel for the first year students because the social aspect of their educational upbringing has been this might sound harsh, but has been stunted and hasn't been allowed to develop in a similar way to ours. Mm-hmm. 
And maybe, like you said, this is the this is some kind of new university experience mm-hmm. that could be different. And from our perspective of always being in class and communicating, we see it differently. And maybe they're having a great time. I don't know. But um, it's from, at least from our normative perspective of what university should be like, it's definitely taken some damage to not physically um, be next to each other. And not to say we shouldn't respect the corona rules, which de- we definitely should, but this is just the unfortunate situation that um, our first year students are going to have to experience. And hopefully by next year, we can have this uh, you know, dealt with so that they can actually make friends <laughs> in a more organic way. I hope and you know and just get to know each other because university is a it can be a really really lonely place if you don't have the ability to just connect with someone and to the international students i mean yeah Good luck. be strong i guess <laughs> yeah. like yeah because <laughs> Because, you know, it's it's funny because for, for Dutch students, they can go home to their families and, you know, still maintain a sense of normalcy, but... Yeah, I actually had this, you can't. <laughs> this, the sweetest experience because my graduation was on Zoom as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were complaining, of course, but I actually, in a way, enjoyed it. Because you could see sometimes with some people, just their families... You know, like mm-hmm. with the, I don't know, it was, it was so cute, you know? Everybody was just in front of their screens, I'm celebrating. Yeah, I, I get that. Oh, oh my god. That, that, that <laughs> part seems cool. Mm-hmm. That part seems cool. The fact that your family can, can be there and the optics and the entire family is very, you know, it's not just a crowd of, of people just cheering for you. It's a, this is the, your group of people that are there mm-hmm. for you. Which I think is very special, definitely. That's that's For a sure. cool aspect. For sure. Um, but yeah, it's as 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 per the social aspect of school life. Um, yeah, I yeah. it's it's very it's unfortunately very lacking for first year students. For second year students too, um, I think, you know, they, like I was saying prior to us recording, they haven't had the ability to kind of warm up to the people that they identify as their people and you know in like i said before in your first year you are kind of thrown into the mix whoever you meet at top week is your de facto friend for like maybe like the next two months (laughs) and eventually you find the people in your course that you feel comfortable with and want to spend your time with and then in the second year you really solidify this and you you grow deeper bonds with them and in your third year is where you know these bonds essentially flourish and become even more professional because now you're graduating and thinking about your future and for someone that's now in his third year i was at that point in the second year of really getting to know my friends in a more deeper level than just the surface level, like we hang out sometimes. And 
that stops and it definitely has an effect on friendships and how you know how involved you are in them um especially in a time like this so uh, what i think is also important to mention is that first uh year is when you meet your friends or potential Mm -hmm. friends but it's also when you get to know the professors as well when you can ask the questions after the class, when you can kind of talk, the chit-chat during the breaks, right? Yeah, that stuff is important too. Really important. Like it, it really is. Yeah. To, to at least to, to humanize the, profes- the professors as they're not just these entities that exist to just teach you things, that they're also people that are interested in you and are interested in, in your growth as an academic you know and you get to have personal time with them out after class or in the breaks you can't do that now you can't you can't make a breakout room with eco and be like hey let's have a little chit chat (laughs) like that doesn't doesn't make any sense yeah yeah for sure but um yeah that's i miss it I, I do miss it. I miss it a lot. I I, I, I loved meeting my, meeting new people. I love talk, talking to lectures, but um, unfortunately, the world we live in will not accept it at the moment. So, we just have to adapt. So, I guess you know, I'm just I'm gonna have to plug it now. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. In the future, there will be a Discord server which is an app for community building and i'm creating this app at the moment and essentially what i hope this app can do is that we can all join this server and talk to each other discuss anything that's on our minds and just generally just have a good time talking to each other because i think in this moment you just need that social connection to become closer to each other because unfortunately we can't do that physically so hey we have to do it digitally now and who are we we're online culture students so it's essentially what we do we just kind of have to do things digitally and we can learn from this and i say this experience that you're going through right now first year students document it because it's definitely something that is going to be researched and talked about in the future of what it's like to be taught in a completely different and unique style that has never been done before. It's monumentous. It's, it's never happened ever in the history of human beings of being taught remotely on the internet. So yeah, as a word of encouragement, just try and make the most, the most of the situation that you're in. I know it sounds kind of lame to say that, but, and cliche, but, I think that's our only saving grace in this particular moment. Anything else, uh, Natalia? Yeah, I totally agree with you. And uh, although this is all really new for all of us, Mm -hmm. I guess one way would be to kind of embrace it. And for sure, some aspects of this, even more than ever, rapid digitalization Mm-hmm. are there to stay and it's definitely going to be reshaped but, and there's it's okay to feel to feel upset sometimes or mm-hmm. because 
Never before there has been such a situation. We are literally the first people, and especially first years. Um, again, just good luck and uh, yeah, just uh, yeah. try to look forward to the hopefully soon and the moments that come will come soon with uh, with uh, actually meeting your peers offline and and professors and experiencing the university life. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's my my sentiment and, is and, well. and join the Discord so. server that's going to be there. <laughs> yes, please join it. We would definitely want to have you there. All right. Well, thank you for having this impromptu conversation with me, Natalia. And we're gonna I feel like we're gonna have a lot more of these to come down in the future. So uh yeah, just thanks for giving me your time. Thank you, Daniel. It was really great as always. <laughs> You've reached the end of this episode. If you like what you heard, you can contact us or send us your feedback to digitmagazineaudio at gmail.com. This podcast is made on Anchor. Now, Anchor allows you to piece together or produce a podcast online and more importantly, for free. It's a pretty nifty uh, tool. Um, more, What I really like about it is the fact that you can record and upload things directly to Spotify. It gives you a Spotify handle. And now we're on Spotify as well, which makes it feel a lot more, well, official. So check out Anchor if you're into making podcasts yourself. Or also you can find us on Anchor, and also you can now find us, like I said, on Spotify. Same handle, Dig It Magazine Audio. Thanks for listening.